0: i'll tell you why it's funny man because i I was in i was in uh, georgia atlanta georgia yeah i met a good old boy down there and he said uh have you ever he said you know andy richter yeah yeah (laughs) he did yeah you met a guy in georgia and he said you know andy richter oh yeah you guys do well there oh and he said uh i said yeah he said have you ever heard an andy richter joke i said no he said well most of it's based on him being a swedish german Told me an Andy Richter joke, and really? I, but I didn't know a Swedish German. That was all nonsense. Yeah, well now this
1: lines up perfectly. Yeah. Let me
0: ask you something, because it sort of relates to the first. Wait, don't you want to hear the joke? <laughs>
1: You're down to six. All right, this joke will get you back yeah, you up. I you can get
0: him back. Okay. Let's hear the joke. Well, the fellow says, he says, man, he says, you ever tear the time about the old prospector? That's how he tells you, you know? Yeah. He says, uh, he says, man, there was no an prospector, and he was uh, prospecting for gold, and he was having a hell of a time getting mm-hmm. any gold. Mm-hmm. It was an empty stake, I, I believe and uh he said he'd come into town <laughs> he'd been he'd been in the mine for a good eight months he said by god he said i'm only i'm only flesh and blood sure you know? yeah. and i need i need a woman <laughs> you know and so he goes into town he goes up to the bartender he says bartender he says man i've been in that mine for a hell of a long time and i'm only flesh and blood i need a woman well, a bartender says, hell, there ain't no women in this town. If you want to do any of that business, all we got is Andy Richter, the Swedish German. I <laughs> <laughs> The prospector, he says, no, no, he says, hell, I ain't into that funny stuff, you know. He says, I'll be fine. So he goes back to his state, you know, and he's back in that mind, man, and six months passes, (laughs) and a year passes, and Conan, you know, people are weak. Man is made of flesh and pride, as the scriptures tell us, and by God... (laughs) That old prospector finally broke to his knees and he said, I'm no worse than, and he went back to the bar. He yeah. was a beaten man. He says to the bartender, he says, Hell, man, I've been in that place two and a half years. A man has needs, and if you say there's no women in this here town, he says, well, I'll have to go for Andy Richter, the Swedish German. Uh-huh. 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 He says, listen now, he says, man, I'm a tough old hombre, you know, and I got friends now. He says, I don't want anybody to know about this. You know, this is the back of the old days. Sure, you know? yeah. He says, uh, I, can, I, can, I can tell by the accent, yeah. yeah. He says, I got my cowpoke friends and so forth. I'd hate to hell anybody know about this. You know, this got to be all secret. Nobody. I say, nobody can know about this. Bartender says, well, four people know about it. How do you figure that? He says, well, he says, I don't know about it. He says, you'll know about it. Andy Richter, the Swedish German, will know about it. And the fella that has to hold down, Andy, will know about it. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, why? Why? Because Andy Richter, the Swedish German, <laughs> he don't go for that funny business, either. Well, uh,
2: at least you left me my dignity.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I
2: like you know, the way that story ended. Yeah, that was a you nice. Were,
0: you weren't dead. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> oh, but that's not beside the point. <laughs> You're a rap- <laughs>
1: Take a little page out of the book of that guy who's just been sitting on the bench up in the town square, wearing those propeller beanies, oh, and like trying to yeah. sell propeller beanies. Yeah. They're not a little, cheap. Too. A little side hustle. Oh, you talked to that guy? What's oh, he asking for one of those? I think it's like twenty a hat. Twenty dollars for his uh propeller beanies. Yeah. Oh, those are probably handcrafted. I gotta well, assume though he's making those himself. Yeah, you gotta assume, man. What do
2: you think he's a, like a? Uh, he's gonna. Trust the 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 Chinese
1: yeah, or somebody to do it so. for him. Come he on, he clearly man. knows what he's doing with yeah. his sales pitch of uh, holding them up in the air when all he walks by. so it's like like, a, you can eh? you can see eh? like see the winds eh? taking them. They he's, really
2: spin these propellers. He's not an idiot either. He's wearing sunglasses. He's not going to bother yelling at you because you're not going to hear him. The hats sure. do the work, mm-hmm. and he just kind of gives you
1: this kind of eh? with his eyebrows. Most of that, the time, eh? he just wants eh? to be the old man sitting on the bench. Yeah, but he's like. Well, why don't I try to make some money on the side while I'm doing that that thing old men do anyways? He probably also... It's kind of my
2: dream. Probably also doesn't want to be bothered at all. So he's Mm -hmm. like, I'm just going to sell a thing nobody wants at an outrageous price. Sure. No one's going to come sit near me because they won't want to have to talk to me. No one's going to want to buy one of these. I'm safe.
1: What's the bare minimum age when you can just start being worthless like an old person? You'd be like, oh, I'm I'm old now. Fucking, I I got... Just worthless from this point on. That's how it's going to be. 50, but you got to let your There's health gonna go? It's going to be a burden on everybody around yeah. me. Well, I've been letting my health go, that's no, for sure.
2: you're still way too uh, fit. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, you got to like, outside appearance. You're going to have to let you're that vanity go. still work to go. do? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah.
1: But my insides are a dark and
2: right. rocky place. Right. You're going to have to uh, go back to like wearing crow shirts, dark phases, man. Real dark. Well, I got no problem with that.
1: Yeah. Fucking. You hear that... Make, remaking the Crow again. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. again until we do our full month. What was it, Timber? Is that next, uh, uh, next so month? Next month or something? There's something on the upcoming list. <laughs> Crowember. C- Crowember is probably going to be a thing. <laughs> That's a great name. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> just giving away for free. It's not already on our list. It's it's. Oh it's man. Up there.
2: A little production on air sneak peek on air production yeah. meeting peek behind the curtain here. Yeah. Hey folks, it's uh, the Baby Oil Bois, and it's a show about absolutely. Offending you, the listener? No. Why? Because one of us hates
1: your guts. It's a show about nothing. Is that an angle anybody is uh, shot for yet? No, that could be something. Yeah, you could turn that into
2: something. Yeah. I mean, we kind of talk about one thing and one thing over Oh yeah. yeah, what is that? It's What's an action movie explosion <laughs>
1: extravaganza. Shoot them up, Ch- chop them up, snort them up. Imagine, smack them up. Imagine if it wasn't though. Imagine if just smack like our five-minute preambles up. was the whole thing we did for yeah. an hour and a half. I feel like this this format we do yeah. really reins us in when right. it comes to the dumb shit that comes out of our mouths yeah. that could just ruin our futures yeah. from this point forward.
2: We could just start a... Thank God for action movies. Yeah, you're right. Let's just keep it that way. I am one half of your hosts. I am Matt O. Mm damn straight you are yeah with me as always he is the gentleman to my left he always is there i don't really know what we talked about earlier uh oh we talked about the crow Mm -hmm. oh yeah you can be the uh iggy pop to my uh whoever was playing the crow in that second one that he was in you're nate Uh, adams uh, the hoy
1: hoy everybody we'll find out because i definitely have uh that that crow sequel coming up on oh no not the sequel the third, the third. I think yeah I coming up on the, f- a, the furlong on one. our schedule for 2022 yeah we're, we're deep into our scheduling process for 2022 so uh don't you worry out there that we're gonna run out of content any anytime soon the well has not run dry yeah no way man just because we're going uh, deep into straight to video crow sequels in 2022 yeah. it is it does not mean that we are running out of shit to talk about you, no way you don't have to worry about that at all
2: we're going to Talk about every single movie that you went past every week at the video store when you were like, "Oh, what should I watch? Uh, oh, I don't want uh, that one. Looks kind of bad. So my uh, like falling apart enough for uh, me to
1: finally watch that one? Uh, mm. I'm twelve. No, not yet. If I pick not wrong, yet. my entire weekend's ruined based on this decision. Oh, that's true. Back yeah. in the back in the day of the once a week uh, video yeah. store oh, trip, man. that was yeah. You could spend a lot of time yeah. marching up and down those aisles figuring out. What you were gonna get for the weekend, right? Can't. There's no redos. Remember how like not like let's go back to the video store because I want to try again. No, you got another week before that shit's happening.
2: Now, I don't want to ruin uh, your world by rubbing your nose in my great white life that I had growing oh, up. Jesus. But did you ever have like those weeks where it was like, hey, fucking, you know, like uh, Lethal Weapon Two comes out this weekend. We're gonna go rent so it Friday exciting. night and yeah. then we're gonna watch it.
1: Did you get oh, like the, they're going to be did it, you ever get like those? all the copies aren't going to be all out of Well, Maybe on, your fucking
2: mom had the foresight to reserve a copy. R- what do you mean? Reserve a copy. Oh, man. By us, sometimes you could reserve copies. They'd be like, oh, you could reserve a
1: rental. Oh, is she blowing the video, a video little, store? clerk? more.
2: Well, now that you think. Yeah, maybe. That, I don't think that was a know. thing.
1: I think your mom was just having sex with a video store guy.
2: Hey. Good for her, a man. Sneak
1: peek at uh, Mel Gibson's buns. That's a
2: in that Lethal Weapon series. That's a good parent. She's just giving
1: her kids what they uh, I want. I guess they so. Yeah, to see that movie. Mm-hmm. It's like when Forrest Gump's mom yeah. has sex with that guy so he can go to school. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> it's exactly like that. Yeah. What do you want to talk about now? <laughs> I had a bone to pick with uh, a boy of yours. Yeah, who's that uh, man? That ginger-haired fuck. The quarterbacks for the Chicago Bears. Oh, Andy McDalton, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, heard heard he had some trouble today, Matt. Yeah. Heard he went down with a, with a little bit of a knee injury. Yeah. yeah, twinged a knee. Yeah, ooh, maybe that's because I was sending bad vibes his way today. Oh. All, came, all fucking came to fruition. Oh, we're going oh, to get a... Voodoo doll shit going here.
2: Hollywood Chicago Minute with... Uh, Sports Corner. Fucking... Uh, uh, uh what, What's your official title? Uh, bar, bar Back to the Stars. Yeah. Nate Adams, there we go.
1: That guy. Let's hear it. Put together a big VIP party last night at my bar. Oh! Andy Dalton's scoops. showing up. Sports scoops! We got to have this whole room uh, dedicated just to him. Sports all these, scoops. All these resources Sports on a busy scoops. Saturday night. got to put scoops. over here and make sure all this shit's Sports coming over scoops. for when... Andy Dalton and his party shows up here. And Where at? At, at? at a at a bar. At a bar on a Saturday night. On a Saturday night before the fucking home opener. That's right. Oh, sports! Like, What's this scoops. guy doing? Is he gonna get all s- s- fucking hammered? What did he do? Is he gonna get all hammered the night before the big game? He's got He's the getting, big probably game. Probably getting a lot of money on his contract. He's got here. too much money. A lot of the fans say. The guy just fucking no shows. Doesn't cancel his reservation. Oh! Isn't responding to any texts. Saying oh! like, hey, these "Guys are supposed to be here forty minutes ago." Like, what's the deal? No word from this guy. Just all this shit set aside. All this work done for nothing. Could have wow. been utilizing that space. Could have been utilizing wow. all that shit we set aside to sell to other That's people. Tip money, man. He's taking money yeah. out of the pockets yeah. of the working people of Chicago. He doesn't give a shit about that Chicago. Ginger-haired fuck. Andy Dalton, is that, is that yeah, his name? Yeah, Andy Dalton. Some pretty cool sounding name. I gotta, I gotta admit. Go back to Cincinnati. You red yeah, penis asshole. Go back asshole. to Ohio.
2: Yeah, Ohio's for fucking losers. That's,
1: that's sports corner, is what I'm saying. I'm glad he tweaked his knee. Yeah, bad juju.
2: That's what did he it. I
1: was rooting against him. Yeah. But anyway, that's spirited. Yeah, fucking. So that guy. Yeah. That guy put a big crink in my weekend. Yeah. Already.
2: Not mine, because they pulled him, and the Bears won. Oh, man. Although he
1: was playing okay. Looks like that yeah. backup quarterback's going to be on. Moving uh, on up from this point forward.
2: Yeah, you know, it's nice. The Bears finally have a like a six-foot whatever African-American athletic quarterback. Mm. Uh, it's just a novel concept yeah. this day and
1: age. Just uh, big dudes who are uh, athletic. It's every other sport's figured it out. Mm. Football's like... Mm. We really uh, we're like all this white guy pretty racist, the owner's doughy, here, so we always kind of got to have just like a little white guy yeah. as the face of our yeah. franchise. He's got a heart, though. It's just a certain thing you can't teach. Imagine if like every basketball team needed like a white guy playing center just because like f- tradition or PR <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or racism or yeah. something. Yeah. We'd you... still be, probably be throwing balls through peach buckets or whatever the fuck they were doing The like, only way... in Atlanta. <laughs>
2: The only way that white ass Mark McGuire could beat Sammy Sosa in the home ra- run race was mm. by being mm-hmm. taller and like doing way more steroids. That's true, yeah.
1: And steroids also. Can, can we get back to steroids? Yeah, like we we've should. had we've had yeah. a weird period here where we right. demonized steroids ever since that Sammy Sosa shit. Yeah. And why wouldn't we want our sports to be more entertaining? Right. Yeah. Uh, watching them being played by drugged-up freaks who are doing things that no mortal human should physically be able to do. Sure, it burns these people's yeah. bodies out, and you eventually got to put them down like a racehorse. So does getting Whatever. hit in the head every week. They're so making what? millions of dollars They're before that happens. They're packing enough like joy into their lives, in their short lives, yeah. than much more than any of the normal man will experience over the span of a healthy 75-year existence yeah, or whatever? How, except for me. How old are people living into these I days? I had screwed up. I think 68. Okay, good. Yeah. I was going to say, they're not living longer than they used to, no, are they? I think we're back. dumb scientific yeah. advancements. I think Delta variant's taking care of that. Yeah, is the, crumb, the crumbling variant. of the world been a uh, sinking? Western civilization. Life expectation, finally? Yeah. Thank goodness.
2: Yeah. Finally. Hey, uh, what's up? I don't know. WWE's going to go back to the steroid era. We don't talk about that anymore. We talk no, about action right. movies. And, uh, take it away, toy,
1: or take it away, boy. Nate can't get uh, bogged down by all these depressing real world no. issues because it's our theme this month is just for laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> There's a bunch of chuckles, a oh, bunch of get a oh. laughs is what we've been talking about. Oh, you gotta laugh to anything keep anything just to put a smile on your face. That's uh, what we've been focusing yeah. on all month long. We got a couple more here. Let's cap it off. Let's get into our third. Action comedy of third. the month. Let's get into the rundown so, here. For,
2: yeah, third. Yeah, hey, third. Here rundown we go. This Having week fun. Is action. To Funny time.
1: Yeah. Based on a true story, a That's memoir, a the uh, Norm Macdonald biography that oh, I'm uh, reading this week. Good guy. Uh, rest in peace, yeah. Norm Macdonald, the funniest man on the planet. Yeah. A little they, bit ironic. We're talking about comedy when yeah. the funniest man on the planet dies. Right. They and should. Maybe it's not a good sign for how well people are going to respond to this series we're doing. Hey, they should. Uh, they should do a book
2: on tape for that. Yeah. You know, you know, you know who they should get to read it? Who?
1: Kramer. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, also, I, you know how I know that uh, you're a grandfather. This is, you're still calling it a book on tape. This oh. Is, People don't know what that means. Oh, shit. It's an audiobook, man. Oh, that was genuine. What, what the I book said is, that? Yeah, what I is it?
2: Audiobook? Audiobook? That's right. Is that really what they call him now? That's right.
1: A little bit of a scoop. Uh, Norm MacDonald oh. does read his own uh, book. and uh, <laughs> Yahtzee. Of course, as a bit, he doesn't do the Norm MacDonald yeah. cadence throughout the entire book. He's not going to give you that satisfaction. It's like he's giving you one last film role. Instead, he just rambles incoherently, <laughs> is sort of in the tone of like a narrator for like an old Western movie.
2: Here's the story of comedy writer Nair
1: McDormald. Very strange, very strange, but I've been enjoying listening to it on my commute. Well, you're very weird and strange. The rundown this week is of the movie Hot Shots! Exclamation point from the year 1991. Yeah! This is a film with a runtime. Yeah. A glorious runtime of 84 minutes, Matt. That's why we've been bumping our gums, motherfuckers. I think this might be. We got we can stretch our movie, legs,
2: pal. The shortest oh. movie
1: we've ever covered on this podcast. Oh, maybe?
2: yeah. And there's nothing to cover in it. That's right. <laughs> We're
1: on easy stuff to talk about here. This is, this is basically like taking a week off. Oh yeah! Budget of this film: twenty-six million dollars. Oh, oh shit! How That's many? Twenty-six million. Oh man! Twenty of those had goofy to go to comedy. It's to Charlie Sheen's kind of up there. Uh, oh, I got one. Gross of this film? What? Did, what it bring back? One hundred and eighty-one point one million dollars. Smash hit! How much? Hotshots: one hundred and eighty-one point <laughs> one million dollars. Are you fucking with me? This was a gigantic hit. Hotshots is one of the biggest. Uh, Probably the biggest comedy of that year, I would imagine. This for, is for like, sure. this is fucking uh, Hangover before Hangover. Rotten Tomatoes. That's huge. This is at 83% on that website. Critics. This is a critical darling as well. People came out to see Hot Shots. Really? People were loving what they saw. Uh, why wouldn't it? Uh, on account of the pedigree this thing was Oh on the yeah. table. Director here, Jim Abrahams, long-time master of the spoof, partner Hollywood the Zucker Illuminate. Brothers, Doing, uh involved in that whole Naked Gun series of movies that was going on. Police files before that. This guy directed the Kentucky Fried movie. Uh, people love that film. Spoof. Airplane. I think yeah. a lot of people consider that to be the best spoof of all time, probably. At least old people. Oh, yeah. People, Top Secret. That, These are all movies with exclamation points people in, their, listen in, their, in their titles. Book on tape. Uh, also, he uh, directed in the early two thousands a documentary called "An Introduction to the Ketogenic Diet." Oh, that's
2: really weird. I'd I skip.
1: It's all spoof movies, and then that. I rubbed out so many of that. People are still eating keto though, so you know, yeah. he changed the way people ate. probably. It's a shame OJ killed that man, mm-hmm. Keto Kaling. Well, I'm, I'm not sure you got that story entirely right, but. I don't have enough time to do the research. Yeah, he was a dietitian. Because I already did the research on hot Hotshot. That's why Nate, we're going to get into the Nate, stars of this film. He was a dietitian. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Murder. And works on multiple layers. Charlie Sheen is in this movie. Yeah. Playing the character Topper Harley. He is. Which is a great name for a character. Yes, it's sir. A great name, especially when that character is an ace fighter pilot like this guy is. It's
2: good. Good name,
1: uh, Charlie Sheen. He's we've a big never star. talked about this big guy. gigantic star. He played uh, Aramis in the real version of the Three Musketeers. Oh, the only version that counts. I watched that one within version. three to four years. Wow, it's yeah. uh, pretty recently. Yeah, it still holds up. I don't even have to ask. Oh, <laughs> real bit it does better than you think. This guy played the character Dick Brewer in Young Guns, the best western movie ever made. I'm gonna say. Never seen it. Which other western has a Bon John Bon Jovi soundtrack? Yeah, Bon
2: John Um, Jovi. Young
1: Guns too. That's that's the other one. So I don't know. Maybe that one's the best western ever made. Um. Uh, we talked about him as Matt in the character no. Red Dawn. We've never talked about this guy before. We talked about him as Jake Twice. slash the Wraith in the movie The Wraith. No, we've turns out I've never heard of this Char- guy. Chuck Sheen, old uh, Charles Estevez yeah. is now Baby on Blow Triple Crown winner. Why don't you stop for a
2: second? Oh, are you this missing is one? Awkward. Go. Yeah. Was Was he a undercover cop?
1: An undercover cop and what?
2: Maybe riding a motorcycle. Maybe riding a motorcycle. Trying to one. infiltrate
1: a gang. So we watched. Oh yeah, we William did Forsyth. watch uh, a William Forsyth motorcycle movie with him. Uh, Down by law. Is that yeah, that
2: baby. Oh
1: wow, he's a grand slam winner. Yeah, there we go. Get that. Get that air oh, horn it's going. Not loud horn. You gotta dope. crank we need, it we though. Need more. Yeah, a muted air horn. Oh yeah, that's annoying. Like an yeah. Air horn Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. So grand can, slam. Can a little winner. low. He's a grand slammer here. Yeah. Carrie Elways in this movie playing the character Kent Gregory. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, That's okay. how I always okay. pronounce it. Carrie Els. I, I don't know. No, I've always heard it the other way. But see, British. Does just always there. play a fake? British. Yeah, I guy. think he's just pompous, is what it is, because uh, yeah, he's not. He's an ace fighter pilot, but he's an asshole yeah. fighter pilot. He's not a lovable one like Chuck Sheen. Is he? Is he American? Uh, he played the Dread Pirate Roberts in The Princess Bride. I have no idea. Where he had some sort of accent.
2: Oh, the Dread Pirate, uh, fucking uh, Cutthroat Island. I love that. He one. was
1: Robin Hood in Robin Hood Men in Tights, where he bragged about his uh, British accent. Yeah, oh, I don't recall. Also, he was child Never rapist pervert Nick Elliot in sexy, steamy '90s erotic thriller The Crush. Ooh, Let's Crush. Check that one out. I've Crush. Definitely seen that one.
2: Wanna feel.
1: It's in the last six feel, months. Crush, went on a run of you did, yeah. 90s uh, jail bait thrillers yeah. there for a little bit. The Crush, it's it's one of the best. Jail sure. wasn't the only thing getting baited that night. Hey, Speaking of uh, <coughs> yeah. shit to bait too, Right. Valeria Golino. Ooh. Steamy Italian dish is in this How about thing, it? As Ramada Thompson. Yeah. Uh, she played the character Susanna in Rain Man. Susanna. Which, you know, working opposite Dustin Hoffman, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Pretty big. Pretty big for uh somebody who wasn't really known in the States. Water burn baby. And after that, she's like, why don't I crank it up a notch? Hell yeah. Do something even better. Uh, now I'm going to be the leading lady opposite Dana Carvey in the movie Clean Slate. No. I'm just going to keep topping myself. No. She was uh, Taz Lima in Escape from L.A. Taz John Lima. Carpenter's, uh, Yeah. Mm much frowned upon. Uh, I never saw uh, that the mate. sequel to escape from New York. I never saw it. It's that. kind of getting like a little bit of like a, cult now. resurgence now where people are like, you know what? I'll Actually, I you like yeah, it. Yeah, and it. I will watch those people are hipster doofuses. <laughs> that movie yeah. is unwatchable. Yeah, no, I can no, see me being no turnaround on public opinion for escape from LA. I can people, see that movie's that guy. fucking guy. really bad. Maybe I'll be that guy. Also, she probably mm. showed her butthole in a lot of yeah, Italian yeah. movies. Ooh. I, I got to assume they do a lot of nudity over there. I'll,
2: be bringing that lot of nudity over there
1: acting legend Lloyd Bridges is in this film as Admiral Benson who's a fucking admiral in the fucking Navy yeah Uh, we already saw him as Max in the movie Blown Away oh
2: did we ever
1: yeah Uh, he was very memorable as uh, Mr. Grainamore in Joe versus the Volcano Mm. maybe the best Tom uh, Hanks movie ever made and Tom Hardy film of Course of course he was also fitness nut. Izzy Mendelbaum in several episodes of Seinfeld. I don't know. Where he did some of the greatest what? work of his career. I don't know.
2: I just put it together that the uh the lawyer in that Susan foundation that George oh. gets stuck in. Uh-huh. That's yeah. that's Willard. Uh
1: Willard is um The kid with the rats. The kid's, oh, okay. Yeah. So uh not uh what's his fuck from uh Oh no. Back to uh,
2: the future. Yeah, no. <laughs> we're talking yeah. we're talking Hey you get your
1: damn hands. Matt. Off. Kevin yeah. Dunn is in this movie as well. Yeah. As Lieutenant Commander Black.
2: This has gotta be his eighth a flunky appearance on
1: our show. Somehow we talk about this guy all the time. Yeah. We saw him as the principal and warrior. Okay. We saw him in the movie Blue Steel. Okay. Now he snuck his way into being a baby old and blow triple crown winner. Ooh, triple crown. Kevin Dunn, an actor nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get him. Pop that, pop that air horn. Give, yeah. him, give him some love. Uh, he's not getting the long ones. A guy named Ephraim Zimbalist Jr., <sighs> who sounds like he's some sort of African actor. Common spelling. He's just an old white guy. Yeah. He's in this movie as Wilson, some sort of evil arms manufacturer Wilson. billionaire type. Wilson! He's trying to sabotage the Navy's planes. Yeah. And what little plot this movie has. Uh-huh. Uh, this guy was the pilot in the movie Airport, 1975. Yeah. Chuck Heston. Yeah. And then he went on to just uh, voice the character Alfred in Batman the Animated Series for like 40 years. Because he just kept doing it through all that DC animated what stuff. badass. I'm sure. Probably a bunch of big easy paychecks doing that he shit. He gets an air horn for that. That's a great... He was great. A great Alfred. Talk about people who get... Big Easy paychecks. Yeah. If you star on a sitcom that uh, makes its way into syndication, now you're talking yeah, my language. Got checks rolling in for the rest of your life, my man. You
2: could go two ways here. I'm interested to see who you're about to introduce.
1: Talking about our guy John Cryer, who's mm-hmm. in this movie as Jim Washout, mm-hmm. Faffinback, mm-hmm. guy who's the radar guy. Yeah, he was one half of a man alongside Charlie Sheen in the movie Two and a Half Men. Yeah, he was. Uh, fucking cash and checks for that shit for the rest of his life, I'm sure. Oh, you got to. Also, he was one of the first incel, creepy, pervert, nerd weirdos in uh, modern media history as he played a detestable character, Ducky, very famously, in the 1980s film Pretty in Pink. that's right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, keep going. No, it's it's distracting. You're playing clips from Two and a Half Men. (laughs) Well... I'm trying to run through my notes here. <laughs> <coughs> that lined up nicely. Matt, Ryan Stiles, yeah. another big uh, sitcom there uh, uh, success here who's in this movie. Yeah. As Mailman Farnham, guy who dies tragically. Uh, you know him from playing himself on uh, both the British and American versions of Whose Line Is It Anyway? for maybe like 40 years just kept being on that show from Wait. I remember from when I was like a 5 year old to being like a 30 year old. Ryan Stiles was Mailman?
2: I didn't that's right. catch that at all. That's
1: right. Absolutely. You also know him as a Lewis on the Drew Carey well, show. Well, that's what I was getting at. A, uh, Opposite of Oswald. Sitcom <laughs> that maybe with we don't, Dietrich Bader. We don't talk about enough, I think. I think well, we need to bring up the Drew Carey show more.
2: The old lady pointed it out to me. I didn't even realize Norm McDonald had, like, a three-year reoccurring character on that show. Uh, the Drew Carey show? Yeah.
1: yeah. Maybe need to watch some we'll of that. To visit. I think I've yeah. seen maybe, like, ten or so episodes. I was a big Drew I fan. I watched yeah. the first couple seasons. Pretty familiar with all the actors yeah. and the, the premise of the show and whatnot. Join
2: us next week when we reboot again to a Drew Carey podcast. Could be,
1: yeah. 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 Just covering his prices Right episodes every day.
2: Oh, now. Recaps. Oh,
1: God. Now you're in my wheelhouse. Coming up the rear here, yeah, baby. Somebody's so gotta shout out my lady, Christy Swanson, who's in this
2: movie. Ooh,
1: yeah, Kowalski, Ooh. another fighter pilot? Question mark? Yeah. I guess. Uh, you know this uh, early 90s vixen as being Buffy in the original, the real okay. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's my preferred You remember one. as a child actress playing Kathy in the terrifying 80s version mm. of Flowers in the Attic. Yeah. That one really stuck yeah. with me when Flowers I saw it when I was young. Attic, yeah. She played the character uh, Christy Boner in Dude, Where's My Car? I'm sure very memorably. Uh, Boner. <laughs> and of course, of course, uh, I have to mention she was... Natalie Voss in one of your favorite movies of all time, The Chase. <laughs> Char- Charlie Sheen's The Chase. Uh, Didn't we cover that movie already? No, nah, I wouldn't imagine so. I think we did. Charlie Sheen, it like I think a five it's time, a five-time five winner. That was six. I, I've just had to way. sit through you talking about that movie so much that I, it, I just assumed. You that, could just piece together an entire episode yeah. by now. I don't know if that's an episode or not. God, I can't wait till we cover that. Tagline to this film: "The Mother of All Movies." It's a pretty cool thing to put on a poster. I'll tell you that. The much Mother right of now. All. Okay. That's right. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah, cool. <laughs> over. Maybe a little bit of an oversell. Uh, let's get into the plot here. Yeah, let's <laughs> the, do it. Plot-heavy film. I'd right love now. to hear what it's about. Recruited to join a top-secret sure. mission for the Air Force, a renegade pilot finds himself coping with an incompetent admiral. And a carefully selected squadron of flyers who are either inept sure. or half-blind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's the rundown. That's hot hotshot. You lost me about four words in, my now guy. Now let's get into our next segment of the podcast, which we call "Bullet." Bam, Points. bang, bliggity,
2: blam.
1: Dig into the notes that we took. Which, yeah, yeah, you you mentioned it earlier. I, yeah. These, my notes aren't very long. Is going to be week. brief, baby? Got a lot of notes to take when you're just watching a silly spoof that's wall to wall gag. Yeah, oh, man, whatever. We signed up for this hey. we're in the middle of an now. So hey, man, let's, let's hop into it, dude. It's very good that you dude, brought dude, or...
2: that up. So uh, let me jump to my first thing. I wrote a brand new tagline for the movie. Oh, cool. This
1: movie. So, how about this? Many years later.
2: Oh, remember when we were watching those videos last week, Nate? In a world. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Remember that guy? Uh, He's guy. great, huh? <laughs> This movie goes from zero to... S- uh, oh, fuck. Oh, this God. movie goes from
1: zero to parody in 60 seconds. <laughs> That's pretty good. Which should uh, go back in time 30 years and use that. That would have been great. In a world... Oh yeah, also I wonder what the exact release date is, because we are in its thirty year anniversary. Uh oh fuck year right now. We're all the we're all the way in the year twenty, whatever.
2: Get the setup of the movie out of the way and I'll just fucking look it up real
1: quick. <laughs> okay. At least I won't be distracted. Uh first thing I wrote down was uh the music they're playing over the opening credits. Yeah. It's perfect sound alike for the overly dramatic Top Gunner fucking music. And uh, hey, the only really dramatic Top Gun opening credits. Can I be honest
2: with you? For sure, yeah. That song is mm-hmm. probably why I had the soundtrack to uh, Top Gun on uh, cassette. You got that on cassette well, back in the day. That song it and wasn't hanging with of all the, boys. the Kenny Loggins. I was gonna and say, and I
1: really loved uh, Berlin. I'm gonna say burned it say burned my brain, into my brain uh, mostly. I think because of the oh, Top Gun uh, Nintendo game, which mm-hmm. I owned. One of, one of uh, the so games did we? I owned when I was a kid. One of the one of the worst games. You ever land that I jet? I was just going to say, uh, played that game 1,000 times. I, I think once accidentally landed the, the yeah. plane after the first level. and uh, Yeah. Couldn't, could never figure out what I had done different that time to actually land it. So I was like, I guess I can only play the first level of this game, and that's it.
2: My dad successfully landed the plane like on his first try with the NES Pro
1: Pad, wow. the joystick thing. Wow! Was that the secret? You had to, you had to joystick it. I don't know. I never was able or to do it. He just had such a but long he... career playing like. A uh, PC flight simulator, maybe. <laughs> do you know exactly maybe what to do? that seems like a lame dad thing to do. Hey, yeah, yeah. you ever play a flight simulator oh, no, wait. before? We never had computers. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
2: It's just computers came later. He was a real ice man.
1: Uh, I wrote too uh, during his opening credits. Yeah, yeah, zero to parody in sixty seconds. We're already getting gags yeah. right away. These two guys carrying missiles, clank them together, uh, guys roasting hot dogs off the back of a jet engine. Yeah. I wrote, this Is really feels like uh, post-Simpsons in the way the yeah. gags are just like packed in, like every, yeah. every minute at least you have to have a gag. Isn't this show wild? Because <laughs> like uh, parodies before this, yeah. uh, things like airplane and whatnot. That's that, funny. There's a lot of jokes going on, but the pacing. Yeah. space balls wall to wall like this. Big chunks where they're just, like, being straightforward movies, kind of. Yeah. This movie does not have that. We're going to push through a lot of this, yeah. so I'm just going to ask I really you, credit that first three seasons of The Simpsons for changing things in the early 90s, where it's like, the if way you're comedy comedy, you have to have a gag, like, yeah. every 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah my
2: question to you: When oh. you think, oh. when you think spoof, Can't when you think parody—that's right. What's the movie you go to?
1: I think the one that hit for me 1st i um, right at that age, which was huge for me, and I loved it. Was the Naked Gun? Okay, like, the, the, that one. Yeah, that's 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 tops for me. I think. I think for me, it's Spaceballs. Spaceballs also very early there, but uh, also like. Uh, I, I kind of not not that I knew police files or whatever, yeah. but I got like the whole like uh, old detective show yeah. parody thing they were doing. Spaceballs yeah. for many years was the thing that I knew what Star Wars was through because I didn't watch Star Wars until I was like thirteen or something. Oh Jesus! Because okay. when I was a yeah. kid back in the eighties, yeah. liking Star Wars was fucking dorky. Yeah, like if you liked that shit, you were a dork. Yeah, so I was like, I'm not fucking watching that dumb shit. Yeah. but I love Spaceballs because I love comedy. So basically, everything I knew about Star Wars and like what it was beat for beat for the, my whole childhood was just what I knew from Spaceballs.
2: Well, you should thank Mr.
1: Brooks. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Brooks, for <laughs> dragging me down that wormhole of hell. Mm, I, I don't know. Um, now that uh, I've seen everything that's Star Wars, yeah, quite frankly, I wish I could go back. Because, you know, for right. a long time there, I was like, oh, those are delightful movies. Now so many of them come out, and so many of them yeah. have been so bad. It is for dorks.
2: No, the spinoffs are going to change your putting, mind.
1: Putting my foot down right now. We're going back to 80s, the way of life. That shit's for dorks, man. If you watch it, I'm going to bully you.
2: Wow. Yeah. Don't talk to Nate about the Obi-Wan Kenobi mm-hmm. TV show.
1: Also, the the earliest- But you're excited about The earliest it joke that uh, got a legit laugh out of me yeah. uh, during this whole sequence was when just like- the Guatemalan gardener was had a leaf blower and was just blowing leaves. Blowing off the leaves, deck of the, uh, I wholeheartedly crafterier. agree. Yeah. That, was, that was the first thing I actually
2: yeah. laughed at. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good bit. Mm, pretty good. Yeah. yeah,
1: we get a flashback. Oh yeah, we get a flashback here to Mailman. Yeah, Ryan Stiles here. Uh, he's his, his tragic death. I can't believe I didn't know it was him. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Uh. He, he he Some bad shit goes down. Yeah. Uh, he gets a, a ejected out of his uh <clears throat> his ejector seat won't work. Then he crashes. Yeah. Right. Goes through a lot of trees and he's like, ouch, 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 ouch. He's doing that like a bang, bang, over bang, the bang, top bang, like bang. a cartoony violence yeah. thing. Then his ejector finally goes off and he's back through the trees, hitting all the branches. And you just hear yeah. him like, ouch, 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 ouch. And I was like. Well, that, that stuff's not really funny. No. Like, this, this over-the-top wacky cartoon yeah, Tom and Jerry violence. It's like when I'm not people... not going to be laughing at this stuff throughout the movie. It's,
2: it's like when they try to do Looney Tunes cartoons these days, mm-hmm. and they're like, no, it's the same shit that was funny however many years ago, and you're oh, like, no, no, not really. No, there was layers to the yeah. old Looney yeah. Tunes that aren't there anymore. It just, but just, what just I, misses. What I did laugh
1: at is just when he, he, he comes to yeah. a, a minute later, and he, he wakes up talking to himself saying, oh... You're French, aren't you? Oh yeah, right there, right there. Was, like, dreaming about like somebody yeah. being French, pleasuring him. Hey. I don't know what that means, but that's kind of funny. Nate, uh-huh.
2: that's why he lasted so many seasons of Whose Line? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: I know you didn't watch him. Oh but, no, I watched some of them did. That British kid. one. Oh yeah, you religiously did. when I was yeah. a kid. You one played of those. That was on Comedy Central, like. Fucking all day every day. It was that in mystery science theater like on repeat my whole childhood. Probably seen more hours of Ryan Styles than anyone else who's ever been on the television. Like in those British ones is <laughs> <laughs> Um After this we meet our main character, Topper Harley. We're back in present day. Yeah. I wrote, I forgot about this whole Indian reservation bumper thing here. It seems uh totally weird in a 2021 but yeah. if you're watching this in 1991 you're like uh, oh yeah this is all parody and fucking dances with wolves right <laughs> is, people love this that this is the thing about watching a spoof movie yeah. 30 years after it comes out yeah. like a lot of the stuff that like was in the zeitgeist <laughs> at the time is not anymore so it just kind of seems like weird choices the many years out Nate a lot of people mm
2: spoof dances with wolves
1: yeah this really was a thing that got talk for for a while and people were just like maybe kevin costner is gonna make a bunch of prestige dramas that everybody's into discussing and he kept trying that over and over again and people were like yeah "Yeah, it turns out we just wanted you to do that one time we no no kevin you can stop now oh no no kevin please stop kevin please stop oh god what's this latest one four and a half hours long nobody's gonna watch this kevin Nate, what's, what's that, that thing? We, we need to talk about Kevin what's and how we kept making long-ass movies in the 90s. We had, have we covered any Kevin cast? No, why would we? No. Has there ever been anything you can Water call Waterworld. Waterworld's probably going to be covered someday. Yeah. Also, th- our sports month movie, we're we'll probably going to have to work in Tin Cup. Why haven't we, me some Tin Cup. Why haven't we put together
2: a month of like fucking Waterworld, Cutthroat Island, and oh, we can't find two more <laughs> of those?
1: flops set like on the ocean. yeah
2: like fucking season killing
1: ocean related movies yeah maybe we'll get a steve zissou in there i think that one was a big drain on everybody who made it that's that's hurtful i like that movie oh yeah it's a delight um, but yeah, he's on an Indian reservation. Yeah, and uh, they say a bunch of offensive
2: Native American jokes here. Yeah, old,
1: old uh, doughy-faced uh, actor who we keep seeing in movies shows up, and it's sort of like a sort of like a Rambo two setup here. Yeah, like, which gets parodied directly in uh, you know uh, Hot Shots two. So, <laughs> so yeah. I was getting Rambo vibes, and I didn't know if it was. Because it was kind of working into that, like, oh, we got to get you back on the mission, Rambo. Or if I was just like, oh, no, they did that in Hot Shots too, and that's why I'm thinking Rambo here. But.
2: Yeah, I got to admit, I'm more familiar with Hot Shots 2. It turns out that's, or Hot Shots Part 2. Yeah, the Hot one Shots I, Part 2. That's the one I watched As
1: all the, the su- time. As the superior film. Uh, turns out. I, I did, no, I, I knew that going on. Oh, okay. And I wanted to get Hot Shots in here. Out of the way. To cover this. And I want to be like, let's save Hot Shots Part 2. You know I appreciate That's you. a great film. You know I it's appreciate It's a great you. film. We can't give them For those reasons. up front. You got to... Yeah. Because
2: fuck the listeners.
1: I'm wait. winning Nate over. You, gotta, you, gotta you guys are all scumbags. Here. Nate hates your guts. So they do a little bit here where they're smoking a peace pipe, but it's like a pipe with a helium balloon on it. Then they're yeah, is all high-pitched and funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care who you are. If you're listening to people talking yeah. in helium voice, I'm alone, I'm alone. You know, it's just funny. hilarious. Why do you think people liked Urkel so much? <laughs> that's right. Come on, figure it out, idiots. I mean, it was that and the, the catchphrases, too. Like, I had a lot of great catchphrases. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's like, hey man, I know you're a renegade who left the Navy, but we got a big mission. You got to yeah. come back. And he's basically like, renegade, okay, that's a good. Shot. I will. So then in the next uh, scene, yeah. we got some like more Top Gun parody here. Where right, he's like all yeah. on his on his motorcycle like Tom Cruise and Top Gun. Which so we're going to know Top Gun these days because Top no, Gun is literally one of the biggest movies of the 1980s yeah. that everyone knew minute by minute. And like. It's so unwatchable. And if you if you don't know that movie, yeah. like also a lot of the context of this one just seems really weird. Unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> really weird. But I did enjoy this seduction montage
2: here. I was going to say, um, we're going to poo poo most of this. It's already. Well, you figured it out already, even though you're idiots. Now you're on the trail. Uh, uh, so you keep even idiots? no, I didn't. You did. You're. I already established you're the one that hates them. It's a really bad attitude. You're coming so at the thing, thing is, oh, tell me about uh, the thing. The thing is, should be talking about the there's thing. a couple that's a, that's of a scenes. Good movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. There's a couple scenes in this movie that are, I don't want to say iconic because that gives mm-hmm. it a little too much weight. Oh wow! I'm but gonna say iconic. Okay, there's some iconic comedy scenes, especially if you had a, one of them. a cheater
1: box back in the right. day, and you yeah. can watch this thing over and over well, this again. This is when the it was part I want to see. Pay-per-view. Everybody, shut the fuck up! Just like this shit is yeah. ingrained in my brain. This is one of those scenes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, him on a motorcycle. Right. We're introduced to Ramada, our love interest. She's on a horse. God, she's a good looking girl, huh? Yeah, good looking lady. Yeah. She's got that. Uh, that. Uh, you know, when Italian yeah. ladies like. Look uh, Mediterranean right. and hot and not just like hairy. Yeah. Almost <laughs> go either way with those right. Italians.
2: Just like to get her on like an airplane and yeah. force her She's into one like one a corner. She's one of those sexy Italians. Try to get her to touch it, right? Like a Like a Rick Flair. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. No?
1: Ric <clears throat> <Rick> Flair allegedly. <laughs> See, this is what you don't want to do. You keep trying to uh, torpedo your career here. These are not the things you want to attach yourself to. He's having a very rough week.
2: Right? Oh, don't talk about wrestling anymore. Yeah, That's no right. Anymore. Yeah, we don't talk about
1: wrestling <clears throat> But yeah, like, she rears up on the horse, so then he does a fucking, yeah, like, uh, pops a wheelie on his motorcycle, and it goes back and it's forth. It's crazy. It's and crazy. And the thing that this movie does, and a lot of these uh, Zucker Brothers and Abramson movies do. The Farrelly Brothers. It's all yeah, the brothers. Yeah, introduce a bit, and then you just escalate it to the point of absurdity. So these guys are just going back yeah. and forth. Oh, you're going to do this physical feat? Well, I'm going to do this physical feat. It's just like a simple fucking thing they right. do over and over again. And it pretty much works. Uh, it's like the diving board explosion in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. right. <laughs> so like, yeah. yeah, We build to that. Right. The thing I wrote in this, mm-hmm. this, this first instance of this uh, is there's a little part where, like, Chuck Sheen does some some motorcycle dancing yeah. where he's like he's doing a little jazz. And he's dance. really riding on a moving thing. But I wrote that the look on his face—he's kind of—he plays it very straight through this whole movie, yeah. which is why a lot of this works. He's kind of got a smirk on his face yeah. as he's doing this one. Like this is the one time i seen a him good time. trying to crack as he's doing this. And I wrote that he's got a real Macaulay Culkin energy in that shot, specifically the shot from. Home Alone 2, where he's dancing in the shower and playing yeah. the audio of his uh, yeah. his uncle, I was like, he's got the exact same look on his face as Macaulay Culkin in yeah. Home Alone 2 during that shower scene. Kind I don't of, know why, but it hit me really hard.
2: Kind of makes you wonder how many people touched
1: his butthole. Yeah, grown it's men. True. I mean, yeah, you know, or or when he was I, young, Chuck Sheen might have yeah. done it because also, you oh. know. Got all those Corey Feldman accusations out there. Who knows who else Charlie Sheen might have touched over the years?
2: But where did he learn it, Nate? Where did
1: he learn it from? The producers. Oh, I guess that's maybe true. Uh, Is Charlie Sheen a uh, child actor? Yeah, no, but like into the business,
2: he was like uh, Ferris Bueller.
1: Was that, yeah, that was one of his first roles. I think roles. that's like yeah, one of then, his first And then it was like, we're going to put you yeah. in that uh, fucking it Vietnam movie the age, and then yeah. we're off to the races or yeah. whatever.
2: Willem Dafoe literally does the Christ pose. That's, yeah, it's, yeah, on, that's like it's on the, the cover thing. of the VHS, Matt. Yeah. And the Nintendo game. Fucking,
1: why'd they make a Nintendo platoon, Nate? Because of how much everybody loved Behringer in that movie. That's <laughs> it was, fair. Uh, and it was the era of taking R rated things made for adults and then spitting them off into child animated series and video Somebody, games. And
2: there's all these third-party par- third 3rd developers. Somebody just needs to make a Tech Behringer. Was lousy with them. They need to make a Behringer video game mm-hmm. where you're just, it's a video game and you're Behringer and you can do anything Behringer's done in that, any yeah, of his I'd movies. i play that. Or like, just like a... Hit a uh, person with a baseball bat. I'm fucking Jake from Major League. Or just Behringer the movie. Sort of like
1: JCVD's oh. late career JCVD. Oh, where man. Behringer's just hey. playing a gristled, like real-life version of himself. Just
2: so you all know, after we're done with. This bullshit, we do judgment day and join us when we cast Behringer the movie. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be good for us. That's a tease, that's brother. A
1: tease right there. Uh, so yeah, that establishes yeah. her. Uh, so he, he makes uh, Home Alone face, right? Next thing we got to meet our Admiral Lloyd Bridges, and yeah. movie. we're at and- the Dudley Naval Air Station. Very early, you learn that he's a clueless moron. Uh, he's got an ongoing bit where he talks about Fair, all his yeah. fake body parts right. from all the injuries he's gotten over the course of his career. Yeah. Lloyd Bridges is doing the most over-the-top comedy in this series, and, and a he's, real one-trick he's pony role delivering it with the most straight face of anyone, yeah. though. And everyone's straight face and everything in this, and I think yeah. he's my MVP of the uh, Hot Shot series. Lloyd Bridges just. Just hilarious! Just playing a one-note or yeah. I guess two notes. He's got uh his absolute cluelessness and An he's American his, badass. His uh his the, this is my crazy fake body parts bit.
2: Oh yeah. Well then, there's great. A bit Everything he does
1: badass. is great. Two and a half. Two. He's two and a half men. That's mm. uh That's <laughs> it's, it's, it's why these movies work. These these naked guns and all these guys. Yeah. Everybody's playing it straight. Once you start like hamming it up and like performing like. Like a Jimmy Fallon or like a Jamie Kennedy would movie, yeah. movie like this. You blow the tone of it. Oh you make it broad and silly. And it's it, it's you're gonna sink it. You gotta if you're gonna if you're gonna do silly, you gotta do silly series. Shout out to Jimmy Fallon, it's his fucking birthday. Oh, that fucking piece of shit from Boston. Yeah. <laughs> that whole town's ham, if you ask me. Boston sucks, motherfucker. So now uh, we're establishing the Navy. We're, we're establishing the Topper's back in the Navy. He's uh, back, Charlie baby. Hughes shows up. Uh, right. We're meeting all the yeah. goofy side characters, including my favorite. Who is the it? Movie Dead Meat. This guy. <laughs> we're talking about Marty
2: fucking Taylor, Tim's brother Marty from Taylor, Home Improvement. Tim
1: Taylor's loser brother, <laughs> from a recurring character on Home Improvement. He is not ham. He is. Yeah. Gotta say, he cracks me up in this movie. He just delivers everything with like a haunted thousand yard stare. He's the like, fucking guy here, man. His one note bit is that uh, he's set up to die in this movie. So everything yeah. he says is just going to be ironic when he dies. Right. But he just does it literally like he's just haunted with this death specter hanging over him like he's a character in a yeah. horror movie. And it really cracked me up. I thought he did great in this. And i got to say. Subtle I, nuance. I dude. don't ever remember him making me laugh all that much when he was on those episodes of Home Improvement, Matt. I don't know. Call me crazy. I never thought that that character was worth all that much. Nate, what up,
2: though? That's because he was in a very bad relationship and usually had marital problems mm, that's when true. he showed yeah, up. The kids got to live he was with, with you guys for a while. He was talking to Tim, and he's like, I just don't know what to do. He was working through some things, man. Cut him some fucking slack, So we get slack, like
1: bro. the... Uh, Cut him some slack. The, you know, what's that fucking Kubrick movie where everybody's getting screamed at in uh, Vietnam... Oh, uh, Old fucking, brings, uh... Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. We all, get that All work and no play. Where the drill sergeant comes in and he's screaming at everybody and everybody's lining up here. And this is yeah. full of gags and whatnot. And, uh, this is... We learn... Major pain. <laughs> that's it, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kubrick's... Kubrick's major pain. Yeah. Which is, uh, who, uh, That's a hard one to watch. Also on my kinda. long list for uh, just for laughs movies. So I think next Man. year we'll probably be doing mm. doing this month again. Chugga, 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 chugga. I don't want to give away too much. By the way, yeah, this is this yeah. is the entire reason Christy Swanson is in this movie for this one scene. Yeah, right just here. The God bless, huh? Inexplicably a woman, and she's standing there, no shirt on, Ooh. just in a bra, oh. and the, the drill sergeant gets to oh. do the gag, Suck in that chest! Fucking ooh, pilot or whatever. Ooh, and then soda. she sucks in her chest and then she's got big old boobies. That bit. Out and take old like, bities. Literally, that's the only thing she does in this movie. She, she was great, cast for one right? joke because they were like, what if we wrote a joke where one of the pilots has big boobs and then they they stick out a little bit. She that's looks, funny, right? She looks so good. Yeah. Those things looked great in she 1991. So they cast the role well.
2: And in The Chase. And also in The Chase. Yeah.
1: Um, Carrie Elways shows up here as right. Kent and he's so smug. And, he is, uh, he's confronting uh, Topper immediately about the history of his dad killing his dad, whatever. Right. And, uh, right, Topper tries to explain to him that it was all an accident or whatever. And yeah. uh, Elways gets his first laugh of the movie for me when he says, Accident, my deep blue eyes. <laughs> that's, that's a great, he line. is a dream boat, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, we then there's the gag where we find out that uh this, this earlier so Washout odd. was shot by a hunter accidentally after he crashed yeah. line, and we learn that Washout, old John Cryer's character. Yeah. It's actually his dad who was the hunter who accidentally yeah. did it. And we get a whole weird montage where everybody's related and everybody's kind of responsible for a carry as dad wash out. This is dying.
2: this is the scene where Washout kind of becomes a uh, Charlie Sheen's boil. That's
1: right. Yeah. Where you uh, know, where, where John Cryer kind of come, becomes uh, a guy who makes a lot of money based on writing Chuck Sheen's yeah. coattails, really. Yeah. Or, I I, I, I don't want to totally say that he... No, this guy's not a hanger-on. He's director no. of hit indie yeah. movie The Pompatous of Love. <laughs> Do you, th- you think I don't know <laughs> answer, that movie? It's a great film. Oh. Also, also, he did make me laugh here with the line, uh, If it helps, I didn't have seconds. After yeah, he shows him that picture a good, of that's a good, his father's head mounted head. on their living room wall. Right on their wall. They ate his dad, Matt. They it's ate a, a baby. It's a, funny, it's a funny joke just to throw away.
2: Join us in April for Austin Powers April, where we cover all the Austin Powers. Now there's O-B-A's.
1: only three of them, so uh, is there something tangentially related? For Join our us in week February. Are we just gonna throw the Love Guru in jo-
2: there? Oh, I'm the, finally the, the to fourth see it again.
1: week of. Oh uh, man,
2: of more week. than words, I'm making an Indian voice. La la la. Our Go next
1: on. scene. I'm is, not Mike Myers. No, call. Mike Myers. Don't cancel us over that. He's the voice. racist, not me. Cancel, cancel Mike Myers. You like That movie didn't already cancel him already. Trying to get rid of us, but I got receipts, pal. Yeah, so we meet Ramada again. Yeah, baby. She's like a psychiatrist, which is a great thing that action movies do. If we There's know anything about lethal weapon movies, you can't trust a our fucking psychiatrist that's on crazy. the department's... Fucking payroll. You're too crazy to be an action
0: hero. You're gotta, a puppet.
1: She tries to ground him. She they all says do because they're getting paid issues. by the higher ups, man. It's a lot of uh, they're all
0: getting paid by the higher ups. A lot of
1: just exposition here about the past and the this plot. This is how it goes. Like, this movie's not going to care about his past or his plots. So I'm not. I'm not going to pay any attention to this Riggs. Scene was right. Whatsoever. You can't <laughs> trust him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. What is kind of funny here is that Charlie Sheen's not interested in hearing about yeah, any of this right. stuff. He's just interested in getting in her britches. It should be. <laughs> he delivers her the line: "You got the whitest white part of the eye I've ever seen." You got the whitest white <laughs> part of the eye I've ever seen. Great thing to say to a lady. I'm pulling that uh, yeah. pulling that line out on somebody very soon here for That's sure. Good. I like it. Then we get the gag where they're doing work with the lighting outside of her office. Right. And he goes out in the hallway. She's and like, shuts "Don't the door.
2: go because of the danger." Through of the you.
1: window, we see him turn into a. skeleton which then all the bones collapse that was a little big for me a little broad for me i didn't laugh at that Thought that was a little dumb
2: hey nate if i don't if i don't see you through the week i'll see you through the windows
1: okay that's (laughs) That's one of my favorite dad jokes pretty good yeah Yeah. dads dads we got it figured out we're talking about windows um yeah I, i also really like the dad joke uh that Ramada delivers when she does her reoccurring bit where she, throughout this movie, she's like, no, I'm not joking. If I was joking, I would. And then she delivers her dad joke. That yeah. three-balled elephant one is killer, man. Oh, man. What do you do with a three-balled ele- elephant? Uh,
2: what do you pitch outside or you, you walk them and walk pitch him to and the pitch rhino. To no rhino. Yeah, <laughs> that's...
1: Huh, I didn't think we are talking about baseball. Yeah, you really turned it around it's on a, me, Dad. It's a real
2: sports show, mm-hmm. this episode of Baby Owen yeah, and Blow right. Sports Talk.
1: We're just getting people ready for when we do that uh, yeah. month of sports movies. Yeah, that's going to be coming good. Coming up at some point. Oh, man.
2: Uh, What's that one with Brendan Fraser where he's a pitcher?
1: The scout, oh, the rookie? The, the rookie s- or the scout? The scout, him and Alv- scout? Albert Brooks? Yeah. I forgot that movie existed. Yeah. Was that like the last movie Albert Brooks did before he stopped making movies until he came back for that weird small role in Drive? I think, I think it was Nate.
2: I think the same could be said about Mr. Brendan Fraser
1: in that movie. Did when he came? Was back that the
2: movie he stopped making drive? movies? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. Next scene is some plot stuff Where uh, old second in command Is meeting like the evil Oh yeah guy At a yeah. boxing match We finally have a plot And they're like Oh I've made a new super plane We gotta fucking You know Torpedo this whole mission So that the navy Thinks their planes don't work And they gotta buy new planes P.S. We just set
2: the movie up In five
1: seconds Chopper Harley's crazy So we'll put him in charge That's yeah. the thing That's gonna ruin everything Next scene we're at the Boom bar. I like your pace we're Let's at the do this and I thought this was gonna be the big uh, parody of the scene in Top Gun. Yeah. Where, you know, Tom Cruise and Goose sing You Lost That Love and Feeling. Yeah. But it turns out we get a instead a parody of the fabulous Baker Boys where Ramada yeah. inexplicably is in a red gown and singing on top of a piano here. So they threw me a curveball. I didn't did. I didn't remember that this was coming up in this scene here. I remembered it. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is also where we learn that uh, Kent, old Carrie Elwood's character, has a past with Ramada. Topper wants to fuck her. So these guys, they're they're rivals throughout this movie. And they're going to do a lot of uh, little boy playground fighting throughout the movie, which is a recurring bit where they're like, no, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Uh huh. Uh -uh." Slappy hands. It's funny. funny. They're acting like little boys. Which, if you've ever been to a bar where a fight broke out, that's pretty much how it starts. Two idiot guys, yeah, were acting like stupid little boys. Yeah.
2: Sometimes people really get murdered, but they're few and far between.
1: Which time. is a classic Abramson, Zucker yeah. Brothers escalation of the gag. Like, yeah. oh, first they're fighting like children, yeah. and then, oh, God, somebody shanked somebody else. Yeah. Now there's blood on the floor. W- what are yeah. we going to do?
2: Bathe yourself in it.
1: Mm, bathe yourself in that blood. Yeah, that's. That's weird, but whatever. <clears throat> uh, after this, it's your opinion. Kent's like, uh, okay, fucking, you know, I love you, but I, I respect your wishes. I'm going to go away. And yeah. Topper Harley's like, not me, man. I'm going to lurk in the shadows till she's alone. Yeah. And then I'm going to be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. How about we go back to your place and bang? Yeah. So weird that he got AIDS. <laughs> so so weird. Yeah. I hope uh, Valeria Galino didn't get it and then came right? back to Italy with her. Yeah, I'd hate that. Oh, God, Italy got hit really hard. Maybe that's where COVID came from. Charlie Sheen could have been. Y'all Patient motherfuckers zero.
2: wanted to blame a fucking Asian dude. Yeah, eating it wasn't a bat. Wuhan. It was he was it
1: was, it was hard Charlie times, Sheen baby. Fucking a bat. It's Charlie Sheen fucking his coast bat. Of hers. Yeah. So then oh. they go back and they bone, and we get a great nine and a half weeks parody where they are having food sex. And once again, Remember the it's pastrami scene escalation of a gag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's a parody of that episode for of Seinfeld me. where, ooh, we're starting off normal with some food. We're feeding each other grapes, but then it gets weirder and it gets weirder and it gets weirder to the point where it gets so absurd that they're cracking eggs and laying out bacon on her stomach and frying eggs and bacon on her stomach. I cannot
2: begin to describe to you. Mm-hmm. How turned on yeah. that scene made me as a yeah, young man. I
1: agree, and still why it, it hit me again like uh, I love that like she it, had watching it now
2: the fucking like. The the body fuzz around her belly Ooh. button, like she wasn't smooth, man. Yeah. Like she had a little bit of hair. That and it was just, just like it's okay, just fucking deal with it. Like, yeah, so what? Like sometimes chicks got thick bushes. Pretty serious, but like, pretty serious bush down right? there if you watch yeah. one of her Italian movies. Yeah. See, I say a lot of terrible things, but I'm very supportive about that. Absolutely. The too. Bush like, is I'm back. Very, We've been
1: saying it for I'm years. A very sweet, man. Fucking you know? late nineties yeah. to early two yeah. thousands. Yeah. Fucking getting We've been rid of the, all that shit. It's lasted too long. I'm sick of it. Yeah, it's Girls started fucking waxing their pubes when I was in junior high. Plus. Guys started sagging their pants down below their butt. I was like, these are dumb trends that are only going to last a few years. It's still fucking happening. Nate. When are we going to get rid of these dumb trends? Pull your pants up. Grow your pubes out.
2: You got to grow it out. You know why? Why is that? Because if there's one thing we've said more than we love bushes, it's how much we've pointed it out. We love a good razor burn. That's right.
1: The <laughs> best of both worlds. There
2: you go, my guy.
1: Also, no hair, no flair. Yeah. To take it back to yeah. this week's Dark Side of the Ring yeah. Yeah.
2: Old girl says she legitimately shot that olive out of her belly button and caught it in her mouth. No camera trickery. I'm
1: glad that you brought this up, Matt, because this Lay is the thing I wanted to uh, point out about this episode. Yeah. Where it gets ridiculous. They're, at one point... He takes Made a frozen pizza and mysterious. rolls it up like a joint and feeds not, it, it, it to wasn't her. a pizza. That was like a frittata or something. That was like a party pizza. That I think a it was a was party pizza. <laughs> Either way, we're over-the-top ridiculous doing oh, stupid shit in this yeah, scene, but what really just got under my skin and fucking really grossed me out, legitimately, yeah. is they went directly from feeding each other grapes to a green olive, and I was like, ugh, why isn't it still the, the fucking grape? You, you ate a grape and then you ate a green olive? That's just, yeah, ugh, we go I didn't for, like that at all. Yeah. <laughs> Took all right. me back to one time when I was at the dive bar. Yeah, we and, know uh, that one. You know that? That real shot Tina, that real drunk uh, mess of a bartender <laughs> who used to work there. Yeah, we loved her. One time she fed me what I thought was a cocktail cherry because oh. we were next to that... Uh, that- that beer cooler where everything glows oh, red because of the, the, oh, the, the thing over the light, and it was just a oh, green olive, and I was expecting a cocktail cherry. Oh, you wanted and sweet. I almost vomited everywhere. Oh. Instantly was brought back to that moment when they go from a grape to a green olive in this fucking If city. you would have puked on her, she probably would have done you. She, she would have done me anyways. But, yeah. chick was always basically self-roofied every night. That's a level of commitment, yeah, my level friend. Level of commitment to alcoholism. Yeah. Uh, our next scene deletes. is the scene where Dead Meat, our doomed character, dies. Yeah. Washout. Who shows up? Who shows up in the scene, Matt? Yeah. But Susan herself. That's right. Uh, that's talked about the lawyer of her foundation earlier. Yeah. Well, and we're Washout's coming back wife around. shows up, played by Susan from Seinfeld. This is
2: her... Uh, remember when you couldn't figure out more than two roles
1: for uh, fucking Newman, right, Newman earlier yeah.
2: in our production uh, meeting? Yeah, this is Susan's only other this, role.
1: I, yeah, I had no idea back in 1991 yeah, watching this that she was going to be Susan yeah. from Seinfeld. And now that I watched it, I was literally jarred. I was like, why is Susan... In this movie? She's not an yeah. actress, is she? I thought she was a... I was like, oh, no, no wait. This is just the actress who played Susan. Oh. Not Susan. <laughs> Susan oh, isn't man. a real-life person. Yeah. I think of this person as Susan. Yeah, Spanish. I was right there with you. Yeah. You are raising a good uh-huh, point. Uh-huh, but, uh But, yeah, he's walking under ladders, breaking mirrors. We're escalating the gag of how doomed can this guy be? How obvious can we make it The dead meat is uh, doomed to die in this movie? Uh,
2: What's going on? Topper supposedly shows
1: up. Now, Topper. But uh, maybe it's not really Topper. Yeah, we get something going on here where Topper doesn't show up because he's a renegade. Yeah. So, old bl- blind John Cryer uh, dresses up as him, yeah. and tries to fly in his plane, and he smashes into Dead Meats' uh, plane because he's all blind. He's got walleye vision, yeah. which is a big gag they kept going to. That's I the like, thing they got. You know, we thought walleye vision was a funny thing back, yeah. back in 1991. Hits his ejector seat and ejects himself into the bottom of uh, Dead Meat's plane, and his his head is comically in there in the cockpit with him. Right. uh, I I did get a a legit laugh when he uh, told him, "Think well of me, my friend," before he just put his foot on his forehead. Oh, that was crammed him through the hole and just to fall to his death. That guy's fucking old uh, Marty Taylor's delivery was killing me in this movie.
2: I was gonna say like from this scene out. Mm -hmm. Marty Mm -hmm. Taylor gets like a nice 10 minutes Mm -hmm. where he's just like, I'm pretty good at saying funny shit.
1: Yeah. So then after the crash here happens, we get an escalating bit where we think that must have been him dying. But really, he's still alive. Yeah. And he goes on something else like is going to happen. We think like, oh, this is what's going to kill him. Eventually, he gets hit by an ambulance. And then the ambulance takes him to the hospital, blah, blah, blah. Then he just ends up dying off screen. We don't even see it happening, right. which is a pretty good gag to build up to his big death, and then it just happens, and we don't even know how it happened. This is when I realized
2: I've seen uh part Hot Shots Part do way more than I've seen oh. Hot Shots. Yeah, because like I that was like feel good favorite in my head. I kept thinking about that uh, the Buckingham's gag coming up then, next. Is yeah, the
1: Buckingham's, and Let's-
2: it's like. Kind of a drag. Wait. No, it's not because he's getting dragged. It's because Topper Harley gets knocked out in the mm, second. That's movie. right. He does. Oh, spoiler Good alert. jokes. Yeah.
1: Good jokes in that movie. Love that shit. What made me laugh in this uh, scene was the doctor's casual delivery of nurse. Check, check his, penis.
2: his penis. Is it longer than mine? <laughs> Thank you. That's one of my all-time favorite <laughs> lines in this movie. That's what stuck out me with, yeah. with me the most as a kid. That's funny shit. Right Maybe, there. you know, that's where my deepest level of vanity started was right then <laughs> and there in fucking 91. But either way,
1: that's a banger of a line. Next scene, we just... Cut, smash cut from the hospital to Dead Meats funeral, and uh, Lloyd it. Bridges gives a rambling uh, eulogy. The oh, funeral, there's some good stuff. Which in starts there, with him quoting The Godfather, <laughs> He's yeah. talking about all the uh, five uh, families who are dead. Yeah, then he's just. Uh, Starts going into like his sexual history, being in bed with like guys or gals. <laughs> that stuff was making me laugh. He
2: points out a great thing, and I'm going to paraphrase here. I was going to get the whole fucking speech, but who cares? We're doing this all loose tonight.
1: Lucy, he Goosey. gives this
2: speech here where he's like, "Sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night with a total knockout of a woman or a man." <laughs> this is '91, yeah. and he's just like, "And fucking Bridges Very is committed." He's not making fun of gays here. He's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, no, you fuck sure, someone yeah. and you're proud of who you just living, fucked. As an admiral, he's living
1: a life of decadence.
2: And this is why that speech hits me, man. He's like, uh, mm-hmm. you, and then like, all of a sudden you wake up one day and like you start dying or life's over or whatever the point he's getting mm-hmm. at. And he's mm-hmm. like, and to me that sucks. And he's like, you're all just, you know, you're just trying to hit that pinnacle. Your whole life is all about the pinnacle. And then all of a sudden one day you're just like, I'm gonna die soon. Yeah. Here we are. Hopefully sooner than later. What a hard ticket.
1: He's right. What a good guy, this guy. Also, there's a visual gag where there's a guy selling hot dogs at the funeral. There is. There That's is. pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Right, Lady, he's
2: putting dogs my dogs kids through
1: college. <laughs> uh, I, this next scene is one I really wanted to cover. This is when uh, <laughs> Topper and Ramada are going back to his house, and they find uh, Kent there. Taking back his chafing dish. Yeah, uh, he's, he's like, "All right, you're with Topper now. I, I see this. I'm gonna be a passive aggressive little bitch about yeah. it." He's like, "Oh, by the way, Topper, uh, our orders came in. We're shipping out. So uh, say goodbye to your girlfriend or whatever." Yeah, and then they have a dramatic uh, goodbye, which right. goes into the "Only You" montage. Only you. Charlie Sheen is singing that, and then we just go into a montage. Mm-hmm. Of oh. what starts as the memories of their relationship as we've seen it so far, but yeah, they- it just starts going into them playing the roles of movies from the past. Yeah. So. I really like the halfway
2: through the movie recap though. Yeah,
1: they get halfway through the movie. And then suddenly just he's Rocky and she's Adrian and a pretty oh. straight recreation of Rocky. They both pull it off yeah. so well. Then we go to like a Gone Let's with the Wind it. and like they're, they're, they're doing real acting here, like right. playing both roles, and they're doing a very good job. Especially I loved when they go to Superman and that inexplicable, weird Superman and Lois Lane flying scene from the original Superman. And she's making all the like weird faces that Margot Kidder makes during that. And it's funny. And I'm like, they did a really good job with this scene. I was laughing, but it made me realize like, this is the first time I think in one of these parody movies, which were like full of jokes that are like loosely referencing movies where the joke is just remember this movie. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And it works this one time when it's one scene in the movie but I guess I'm pinpointing it now. I think this, the, the success of this scene is what blossomed into parodies after this getting yeah. ruined where every joke throughout the whole movie remember just that was scene. Like, remember, remember that, that scene, scene in this movie? Remember that scene in this it's movie? what Family Guy does. Remember yeah, that exactly. scene? And yeah, exactly. And this might have ruined comedy right yeah. here. The, the Only You montage right. in Hot Shots.
2: So, like, Airplane definitely led to them making Simpsons, you know, Mm-hmm. Fixed comedy in the '90s, sure, sure. And then this movie also led to them ruining comedy. Could have been. We came they full were like, circle. Remember this? Before, scene? Before you
1: knew it, yeah. these same guys were involved in Scary Movie Five. I'm glad you said it, because like this
2: is the part of the movie where I was like. Man, the magic's kind of lost on me. This is just getting to be a chore. Like, every movie does this. Like, this mm-hmm. is long and heavy-handed. I think this felt
1: very fresh at the time, though, yeah. them just, like, doing direct scenes from other movies. Yeah, you're not wrong. Oh, the audacity of that. Yeah. Uh so like as you said, we're going into the big mission here. So yeah. we get like a gearing up montage. Yeah, somewhere in the Mediterranean. lots of gags going through this thing, little visual things. Yeah. Uh the goon guys, like, we're putting Topper in charge of the mission, because as we've talked about, that's how he's trying to sink the mission. Kent is incredulous. They sabotage like, that his crazy plane. asshole. They they also, cut out they his shooting. Cut out some shit in his plane. So Topper can't shoot right. nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh Charlie Sheen gives that weird speech about inbred kids who uh, only eat applesauce through a straw that and shit's pork hilarious. farm animals. Yeah,
2: that's everybody we saw at indie farm <laughs> or
1: indie wrestling shows. Very, very, very strange, but very funny. There, it's this weird little incest. Yeah. Uh, no, we live <laughs> in the Midwest. He was <laughs> yeah. talking to us, Nate. Uh huh. Uh, also, the the scene where they're out to sea and uh, Lloyd Bridge's hat blows off is hilarious. He's like, swing around. We'll pick it up. And he's like, oh, we're in the middle of the mission, man. And he's like, oh, you're right. Uh, we'll pick it up later. Right. And he's just talking about putting the guy in the boat out there to paddle around it so we know where it is. It's all great shit. I zoned out on that one. Oh, it's great. Then he's like, sir, we'll be gone for weeks. And he's like, well, put some food in there with him. Do I got to think of everything? (laughs) What really made me laugh was he hits the line, we'll tape all his favorite shows. He's not going to miss anything.
2: (laughs) I swear to God, this scene didn't exist in whatever I
1: watched. This is Lloyd Bridge's riffing, man. The idea of him putting a boy out in a paddle boat for weeks to paddle around his hat well, we'll, we'll tape, tape his favorite, favorite shows <laughs> like, he's not going to miss anything
2: yeah that's watching he's books or listening to books on tape
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, So we're up in the air. Yeah. There's bad guys around. Right. Uh, The mission's happening. They gotta bomb something. They gotta bomb the the nuclear plant. Bad guys are gonna try to stop them from bombing them. There's too many of them. The bad guys are all just speaking in like guttural chewing noise gibberish instead of a real foreign language. It's more offensive
2: than that uh, fucking uh, uh, Brewer uh, comedy special where he's doing the camel Oh, I'm not going to say that okay. word yeah. yeah
1: I'm, not, I'm not familiar with Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer's uh, yeah. offensive material. I'm familiar with this it's hilarious lot of goat-based material. Well, duh, right? Yeah, that's yeah. solid yeah. shit. These days, you could not put something like this in a movie. People no. would be like this is a horribly racist. But I yeah. think it's kind of that's why 9/11 a happened. little bit of a uh, maybe an astute a uh, bit of parody on how just faceless the foreign also bad guys fair. are in american yeah. action movies yeah. they're like oh we don't know anything about who these guys are i don't know they're fucking like arabs or something like yeah they never are accurate about the prediction of these people and that this can be some biting satire here everything doesn't have to be racist you, you could fucking, be right you kids you could be right because like there's, there's the germ of a good joke here
2: there's they're clearly arabs and the dude's like doing his like Speaking nonsense, going to kill some people, mm-hmm, and then they clearly show his wife, who's Indian and like a belly dancer and shit. Yeah, so you're right. This, this could just so
1: be I don't know santar. what happens here, but this Topper starts freaking out because like his dad gets mentioned. If you or whatever, if you mention his dad plan. while he's
2: flying, he fucking zones but out. But then for it's some reason, in the, first scene. Uh, the,
1: the 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 bad guy, old Doeface, yeah, decided, has second thoughts about yeah. uh, getting rid of this mission. I guess because like people die, and he's like, nobody is supposed to get hurt. This is all yeah. gone south. So he, he tells Topper the real story of what happened Well, to his uh, dad's death.
2: Yeah, they're in trouble, and he knows Topper's the best pilot they have because he knows that Topper's pilot or dad, Buzz, was really the best pilot, too. Yeah. He didn't leave fucking Ryan Buzz Stiles Harley. for dead. Yeah, so
1: this is another one of these escalating jokes yeah. where they're in a plane that's uh, going down together. And Ryan Stiles is just being a coward snake Snakes bitch. on a plane. Right? Buzz is doing all the work. He's making right. him climb around on the outside of the jet to fix everything that's He's breaking. fixing shit. Mailman's just completely panicking. It gets cartoony and over the top because we're escalating over the top. and we're escalating. But I did laugh when the wing's breaking off and he's trying to hold it on, and then yeah. he stretches out like Stretch Armstrong. And those
2: are my socks. The, yeah,
1: the visual of that's not funny, but Ryan Stiles' yeah, quick delivery of "those are my socks" made me yeah. laugh. That's ad lib. That's shit. some over the top. I'm a selfish that, asshole. That's that's why he lasted so many seasons on Who's Line? Genius Nate. improviser. That Just man, one of the best. Really, he's always one of my favorites. I'm surprised he hasn't that showed guy up on the fat guy who plays the revolting blob in uh, yeah. <laughs> Happy Gilmore. <laughs>
0: You're supposed to pinch my thigh. They're
1: both great on that uh, British they British really Who's Line.
2: Um, I'm a big Greg Proops or yeah oh, Proops. Proops fan. Yeah, I love, love I'm a me Proops. Some Proops. Fan. That guy gets
1: it. Get that guy in like a, a talk show yeah. s- situation. And he oh, starts talking about weird stuff. Right? He just starts talking about weird yeah. stuff.
2: Yeah, he's my kind of mm-hmm. flaming left wing.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. uh So then, like, Topper's like, "Okay, my dad was a hero. I'm gonna buckle up and fight these guys." And we get like the big action scene of the movie where he's actually doing like Top Gun, yeah, like, uh, flying and stuff, with some gags thrown in. Right. But uh. I thought this thing was chopped one of my up pretty well to look like a real action scene. Oh, and yeah, Probably absolutely. they only had, like, a total yeah. of, I'd say, like, 40 seconds of footage of, like, right. jet planes flying. Yeah. And they just had to, like, cut it up with, like... In cockpit close-up shots back and um, forth to try and make it seem like they had an actual airplane action scene. Going I'm on.
2: glad you brought it up because like this is where the movie picked up for me because I was like they're doing parody shit too some much action in here. It's not very funny. The action shit they do with the like fucking dog fights mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. it's funny. They're making fun of like Top Gun. Top Gun's fucking That's lame. Right. Mm-hmm. They're right. They were the fucking like. It's it's Top super cool. cool it's super cool to shit talk Top Gun these days. In- to
1: disagree, Top Gun. Fucking but like
2: shit. we're like a million years away from it. This is ninety one, and these guys are like Top oh, yeah. Gun's Top Gun fucking was the, lame. The golden Goose. And these guys are no shit pun intended, on it, man. And he does fucking uh, three Stooges, whoop 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 whoop, smacking people in the face with mm-hmm. his plane. Mm-hmm. What's the line? He does the uh, anybody home? And then he knocks the planes back and forth, and then the planes just fall because they got quote unquote knocked out. And he goes. They fell
1: for that one. <laughs> There's a lot of that's good. Jet planes are like cars gags throughout this. He's like yeah. stomping on the brakes and stomping on the gas yeah, to make him go. This is good shit. They've all got like cigarette lighters and cassette tape decks inside of them and stuff
2: this is where the movie makes
1: its the money chirp chirp like uh unlock my car thing yeah happens at the end. great They're like what if jets were like cars how yeah. many of those gags can we bake into every second to this fucking the
2: only area? thing we were missing in this movie was a club gag and a viper security yeah you
1: know <laughs> And then all this happens. He gets rid of all the bad guys, bombs the nuclear plant, and then it all builds up to the big heroic moment, Yeah, the most 1991 thing that could possibly ever happen. Topper Harley saves the day by dropping a bomb in the lap of America's number one enemy, Saddam Hussein. USA. (laughs) Like, it's not even like... Any sort of like uh, layered joke or anything. No. It's just 100% like, hell yeah, America hates Saddam Hussein. Let's bomb that motherfucker. Looney Tunes comedic oversized bomb hits him in the balls. Just made me want to go back in time and buy a bootleg Bart Simpson t shirt. I felt like I was so much in 1991. Probably one of those ones where he's knocking out Saddam Hussein. Don't worry, I'm on it. Could be. I got you. could be good for me. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas.
2: War is over
1: so uh yeah we've only been watching this movie for about like uh what like 78 79 minutes 77 and it was gonna be my guess pretty yeah. much already over here yeah uh ooh, i wrote too uh speaking of pacing issues remember when we were watching uh air force one and it was a pretty good movie and like we thought that it climax was about to end but yeah. then it's like oh no the plane's damaged yes thank how are we you. gonna be able to land it and then there was like 25 more minutes of movie of landing I a plane. Think we got
2: every joke out that we can. And I was like,
1: oh no, because they start doing this. But then the joke is like, how are we going to land? Yeah. And then two seconds later, the plane just falls like a rock out of the sky yeah. and lands just on like the an Air carrier. Force One. And I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. This movie's actually ending right. Here. Yeah. I thought for yeah. a second it wasn't going to. It doesn't really. Eh, there's a couple more scenes yeah. here. Yeah. We get a couple little. Last minute gags, the Admiral punches out the bad guy, and then he falls into a dentist chair and gets his teeth drilled. Uh, Topper's going to go
2: get Ramada, but Carrie Els goes over there, mm -hmm. and he's like, you need to be with Chopper Harley, but he's like holding her close and comedically trying to make out with her. Yeah, good stuff there. Charlie Sheen's like, fuck this noise, I'm out of here. Yeah,
1: she tries to run after him, but he uh, hops in his jet and flies away. Comically, she gets on her horse and tries to chase him. I love Why that. would her horse be on the aircraft carrier, Matt? That's she ridiculous. Can't. She, she can't, can't catch do it. a jet. She can't do it. So then we get uh back to our dance with wolves bumper. Yep. Charlie Sheen's back in the old Indian reservation, talking to the chief. He brought him his double A batteries yep. just like he uh he requested. he requested, and we're like, Oh no, they're, they're not going to get together. They're separated. LaToya, Jermaine, uh, Tito. Wrote, yeah. Yeah, also, there's a lot of racist stuff where yeah. speaking Indian is just random words thrown yeah. together. But no, wouldn't you know it, uh, she's actually there. And she's part of the Indian tribe now. Yeah, she's, live together. she's Wawa Tukina. And I wrote, that's ridiculous. She was on a horse. He was in a jet plane. How could she have beat him back there? She's it Wawa, makes Wawa no Tukina. Makes absolutely no sense, this movie. End it. End it. Going to credits. We got spoof credits. For only eighty minutes, and I wanted to mention the spoof credits before we end because they're th- it's normal credits, but then they're throwing in random stuff like recipes for brownies, ideas for things to do after you leave the movie. Oh, like start a story or story hour at the local library, help someone uh-huh. learn to read. Yeah, okay, all yeah. that shit. This was. So mind blowing to me when yeah. I was ten years old. Like I thought it was the most like subversive genius Bobby thing Browns. I'd ever seen. I was like, "Movie's over, and they're putting jokes in the credits. They're like breaking the rules of what a movie is." Wildman, this is this is fucking great. This is genius comedy right here. Wildman, I'm sucked in. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a real comedy head for the rest of my life. I love. I can, I can tell. Loving comedy. Throw the I love there. taking breaks, though. So we're going to take a break. He's so already bad. halfway down the hallway. Done. Seems like, yeah, he's not really Done. committed to this podcast anymore. Well, sorry about that. And quite easy. frankly, all the terrible things he was saying about our audience earlier. It's just, no no wonder our numbers are in the toilet lately. Jeez. Uh, coming up after this break, you're going to listen to some coming attractions. If we're even going to still keep doing this thing with this guy's attitude. Then Hot Shots is going to enter Judgment.
0: Day. What's wrong? Nothing. Lampoons. Loaded Weapon 1. From out of the night comes two men. With enough courage. Enough brains. What you got, Irv? Dandruff, seborrhea, maybe just dry itchy scale. Have you tried this? I use it. Head and shoulders? Enough
1: bullets. I know what you're thinking. Punk, did he fire 173 times or 174?
0: To get the job done. Hey, Scotty! Can you get this machine to work? I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. If I push it any harder, the whole thing will blow. New Line Cinema presents the cop movie to end all cop movies. Give me a name. Were your parents supposed to do that? Hey, hey, Sarge. It's tingling.
2: That means it's working.
1: Do you sleep in the nude? Only when I'm naked.
0: They know never to screw with me.
1: Wilderness girls. just a big checkout. Come on, level with me. It's
2: not bad. You'll be fine. You'll be back on your feet in no time.
0: <laughs> National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 1.
1: So, this is Mr. Screw with your brain, eat your spleen, wear your flesh as a hairnet leecher, huh? <laughs> Look who's Mr. Scaredy Pants now. <laughs> I just gotta ask does human flesh taste like?
0: Chicken. See it before they make the sequel. (laughs) Courtney Bates has got some weird friends. I have got the growing bit I've ever had in my entire life. I mean, look at this thing.
1: I think your sweetheart's been taking too many
2: diet pills.
0: Here's a chicken sandwich if you want it. She should have listened to her sister. Don't get up all oh, the way. Because when she and her band get ready to party... Do
1: anything you want to. Go to
0: It's more than just a great time. I didn't know girls really did this stuff. It's Slumber Party Massacre 2. Now it's time for the fun part. He's in this house somewhere. Well, it's 9 o'clock. I get ready to rock. My motorcycle's out of. Say because let's burn. Slumber Party Massacre 2. If you go, don't go all the way. Oh God, anybody got any
1: tranks?
2: Well, Nate, the oh, folks. On me, man. They've been waiting for it all episode patiently. Waiting for what? I always say, I, I, I'm always talking about we've got some of the greatest, just patient listeners yeah, in the business. you are always mentioning I'm that, always saying it. To, to that. people. And then you're and always. like, being, what do you, what are you you're mean always, listeners? You're always and who's like, we?
1: I hear people saying to yeah, you a lot. And you're always being mean. You're a real gabbo to them. I think. I think you're people, a real gabbo. People have heard this episode, and they know that that's not the case. <clears throat>
2: right, Nate Adams at one two three four. Oh, no, Blueberry Lane. Don't give
1: out all my info, okay. man. That's, well, I was close. You know, place is going to be swarmed with anthrax probably Nate, soon. I choose He's sending me anthrax.
2: I choose uh Jim Halpert I, I, choose, choose I choose Jim Helpert to play oh, Tom okay. Berenger in our Tom Behringer movie. Our Tom Berenger movie casting. Who do you got?
1: I'm gonna play uh choose uh that guy who played uh Biff Tannen in Back to the Future movies. Yeah, he's pretty <laughs> he's good, probably huh? the same age as Tom yeah. Berenger. Yeah. I think it works out. Perfectly, yeah. Well, that's why
2: I didn't take Creed. Tom, Tom Wilson,
1: I think I'm going Tom. Wilson. Creed why I didn't take
2: Creed from The Office? Okay, yeah, I took sense.
1: Jim instead. I think these either one of those could be you a, gotta, a hit movie. You got
2: to do like. the whole
1: career of. Oh Tom yeah, he got to span you know? everything. Everything he's doing. You can't give people the very end. I'd, I'd say who I'd uh, choose to play young uh, Beringer, but. I as we've talked about recently I, yeah. I don't know who any young celebrities yeah. are anymore their their names all this, I'm not familiar with any of their work I'm I'm completely over the hill at this point I'm one of those old people well, who doesn't know about things that exist
2: That's why Nate picked uh Kevin Spacey for his idiot listeners as he puts it Um
1: Kevin <clears throat> Spacey great actor yeah could knock the raw out of the park that's all I'm saying all right. that's all I'm saying Nate Am I am I not going to
2: watch Seven or Usual Suspects in the future? Great.
1: Great. Great. Now McDonald But You right. know this Hitler guy. Yeah. The more I hear about him, the more I don't like him. Yeah. Right? Funniest man on yeah. the planet. Funniest man on the planet. But seriously, don't forget
2: it's almost November and cue up your queue for k uh, K-Pax. Everybody needs to watch it.
1: That's a that's a November movie you're oh, saying? Absolutely. You always watch K-Pax in the fall? Every November. I'm going to Usually, so I'm watching in. "Pay It Forward" on on repeat. I don't know. I, well, I know you, and I knew you would say that. Let's pay it forward to uh, the listeners by rewarding their yeah. patience and getting this fucking episode you over love with. what we're gonna do? You just coddled it. It's going to Judgment Day. Yeah. this is when we go hey. out to the internet and see what you, the oh. people, the listeners, hey. the salt of the earth, the uh, oh. engine that makes this thing run, what you had to say about the film that we watched. I get some one Ninja Star reviews, some five Ninja Star reviews. We read them, we soak them up, we yeah. think about them, and then we give our final judgments. Matt, I do. Few here. I got three One Ninja Star reviews. Okay. They're all pretty short and pretty to the point here, but I think they all make good points, so I'm going to fit them in here. Quick to the point, to the point, no faking. We're going to be cooking One Ninja Star reviews like a pound of bacon. Let's You're get quick, right through them on somebody's belly. pound of bacon on uh, Valeria Gorlino's belly. Ooh.
2: Ooh. This
1: first one is yeah, from about Amazon her. user Dana Ooh, Wyrick. Ooh, Dana Light. Like, oh, yeah. She says. Dana. This movie was great as a child. Okay. Now, knowing who Charlie Sheen is as a person... Well... And not just the Corey accusations, but all the other nonsense as well, I just can't watch this. I wish they could go back and digitally replace him with someone else. One ninja star. (laughs) From Amazon user Dana Wyrick. (laughs) Oh, Matt's not agreeing with that, but I thought it brought Charlie up a good Sheen point. Charlie is the least of my problems You're going to go movie. back and uh, digitally replace uh, Charlie Sheen with somebody in this movie. Uh, who might you do? Who might you use? And this next One Ninja Jim Star Carey. review it's
2: Jim Carrey, might have
1: it? an opinion in that as well. Is it Jim Carrey? This is a One Ninja Star review from an Amazon user named simply the letter J. Just J. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who says... Charlie Sheen has never been that funny. Watching this again has reminded me that Emilio is the real talent of the two. One ninja star from Amazon user Jay. Ooh, loving it. Loving that giggle. Uh, Do we agree with him? I don't know. Stay tuned. We might address this whole controversy next week on this very podcast. That's a tease, brother. Mm Mm-hmm. One last one Ninja Star review. I wanted to put it out there because it's one sentence, but it tells a whole story of what this evening was like for okay. this person. All right. One Ninja Star from Letterboxd user Consti, Uh-oh. who says, Never letting my dad pick the movie again. One Ninja Star. <laughs> Proving my point earlier. I don't think the kids would really understand anything going on in this movie 30 years later. If you showed it to him.
2: Remember when that guy got that Father's Day card for his dad? Mm. And then he wrote right in the middle of it. <laughs>
1: Also, though he bought him a nice ham, though as a, a gift, so it wasn't a total. Well, he's not, cost a of a he's not a dick. He's not a dick of a kid. We enjoyed all that yeah. ham together. As a I family.
2: hate that you made as me as watch Hot Shots, but here's a nice. That some people
1: ham. love Hot Shots! Exclamation yeah. point. Some people go full Five Ninja Stars with it. They like it so much. Yeah,
2: those people sound like.
1: This <laughs> first one is not ham. This is okay. somebody who's got legit opinions. This is a letterbox user named Atticus K, who says that's just Tom Rock. I like that the guys got eaten by dogs. Just kidding. I like that people fell down and the topper skipped rocks and a canoe fell over. I like that one guy fall off a plane. Then the boss in parentheses. So you know who the one guy fall off a plane was? Five ninja stars from Letterbox user Atticus K. I've I've loved been, hot shots, man. I've been drinking all day. He didn't really like that the guys got eaten by dogs, Matt. He was just kidding. Tell us about the dog. <laughs> okay. This is This is it's all been building up to this. Uh, this is the only review Please I do. really wanted to read here. This is I have a feeling this could a sway me. Five Ninja Star reviews. If anything's gonna sway, sway me. it's gonna be this. Oh God. I'm
2: this putting is the phone out. Five Ninja Star reviews. No sound review effects here, we're taking this serious folks.
1: I M D B user Philip T. Bautista. Well, the last name's intriguing. Who says, After finishing up a gig on the space shuttle in Houston, I called Billy from the aerial unit. I know her. And he says, We can use a guy your size. Come on out. So I was an extra. A carrier deckhand, Iraqi soldier, and the guy who holds up the weight sign to the pilot, etc. Yeah. Then one day, Matthew, the second AD, is looking for Charlie to set up a scene and says, Go tell Wardrobe to put you in Charlie's dress whites. No way. Get out of really? here. He's 5'6"? We got to set up this scene, and Charlie's shooting another scene right now. Phil's 5'6"? So I did. And That's then became nuts. his stand-in from there. Wow. Got to meet some of the great actors, That's like cool. Lloyd Bridges and Ephraim Zimbalas Jr., before right? they both passed on. Totally. Charlie Sheen, of course, and yeah. John Cryer. I picked John up in my old yellow Cadillac sedan one day yeah. while he was walking across the set in the rain. Told him to sit in the back, limo style. Totally, right? All were very nice to me and very humble. Yeah. Back at Bill's oh. Bad Delato EXP house right? while he is cooking pasta for me and his son, Billy, oh. then Ariel in parentheses. I don't know what any of this means. Yeah, I know, though. I look on a table and there is a small leather bound photo album with the smallest oh, gold it. letters that say Top Gun. Right? <laughs> I look through it. Yeah, go ahead. And there are all these Polaroids of the cast and crew and goofy poses on the set of Top Gun. Nothing big. Nothing fancy, just your typical photo album sitting on the coffee table. Of Top Gun Such from great the set and humble typical. men and women from Bill, Billy, Doc, just Richard, tipple. Lloyd, Charlie, John, Christy, and Valeria, etc. In fact, Billy had me shoot a spoof of Bill's non-existent quote unquote ego, where the cast all played along in the video. Went to Lloyd's bridge's home and shot a very dramatic clip of Lloyd talking about Bill Uh and his devotion to family. Totally. Meaning also his film family. Right? Charlie joked in his clip that Bill was so uptight and difficult to work with and that Bill, who was bald, had hair at the start of the picture. All great people. And I got to flirt with Valeria while we're wow. eating a couple of times. Yeah, since I spoke a little Italian. Yeah, smiley face emoji. Like Tastes a little Italian. And then he signs his review. Yeah, absolutely. As if it's a letter. Phil Batista, Austin, Texas. Right. Five ninja stars from one of the stand-ins on the movie Top Gun. Yeah. He wrote Top Gun in his review several times, Matt. Right. He kept t- calling the movie he was in by the wrong name. Yeah. He's so, doing good. It's a funny review. I think he was also, serious. Also, I like how he tries to hint at the end that he might have had sex with Larry Galino. Yeah. Why not? Why not put it out there? This guy. Not making any claims. This guy. Matt. Yeah. What's your uh, Ninja Star rating and uh, your final thoughts on this the hilarious action comedy hot shots. Well, Nate,
2: old Phil, our last reviewer mm-hmm. reminds me of that one time I met Paul McCartney and he's like, Oh wow. He told me, he's like, if there's one thing, it's, it's never polite to be a name dropper, you it's, know, it's a good bit. Yeah. So, uh, man, another, hot, another norm bit, hot, hot to shots. hot to shots. That's how you're saying it? Hot to shots. Yeah.
1: It's cool. a can, cool way to say it. You can say it any way you want. Okay. Either way, I would say... Uh, say it with an exclamation point. Hot
2: shots! Hot shots! Hot shots! Hot shots! I put it on the shots. I notice you do the hot. You go, mm-hmm. hot
1: shots! Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
2: can't do that. I go, no?
1: hot shots! Okay. Either way is good. Uh, still getting that uh, excitement that the exclamation point uh, I noticed, conveys out there. I noticed you mentioned good, Nate. Mm-hmm.
2: And I would say a lot of this movie isn't. Mm-hmm. Uh... uh. It's fired. Trying at times. I like the air fight stuff. Doing a lot. When they're in the planes. It's doing a lot though. And I always love Charlie Sheen. And it's like if you can make Charlie Sheen. Especially in his
1: personal life. Not I've heard you say that before.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's he's good. He's an innocent guy. (laughs) He's a good man. He's a good guy. Unlike you idiot listeners. Nate, slow down. Slow down, Nate. Stop with that. Slow it down, Nate. So this movie, all in all, man, turns out I watched Hot Shots do all the time, which mm-hmm. I didn't realize until I watched this. And then I was like, bro, you're due. This movie is due. This movie's number two. Whoa. Two, and a, two Ninja Stars. Two Ninja Stars? Two Ninja Stars.
1: Two Ninja Stars okay. for Hot Shots. Did not have a, much of a fun time with no. it. That kind of surprises it's me. It a long time until the end. I uh I I watched Hot Shots a lot as a kid. Yeah. And I watched Hot Shots Part 2 as yeah. a kid. I will agree with you that Hot Shots Part 2 is a superior film. Thank you. But right. uh, I like me some Hot Shots. It's trying a lot. A lot of it's not funny, but it's trying right. so much that it's got enough funny stuff to where you're also laughing often enough that it it keeps you engaged. And it's only 84 minutes. That's great. It's so goddamn that is great. short. Of course, over over time, it becomes less relevant and more weird, like any spoof movie does, because the things you're commenting on are no longer in the cultural conversation. So, you know, not great watching it in 2021, was pretty great watching it in 1991. I would have gave it like a solid three and a half bullets in 1991. I'll knock one off and give it two and a half, middle of the road (laughs) experience here, watching it 30 years later. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm going to call that a victory for for old hotshots. Yeah, its brevity is what kept it in a two. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, wow, wow, <laughs> pissing all over hotshots. So I'll be interested. That's how Sheen To hear God what needs. you have to say next week. What's up? When we're pitting Chuck Sheen up against his brother Emilio Estevez, doing a spoof. That's movie not of fair. His own. You know I'm Emilio, man. We're we got the same birthday. Gonna be talking. National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 1. I mean, We're going to see man. which one holds up better, which one's funnier, right here on our podcast. S- baby on blow, stay single, motherfucker. It's a
0: long road when you're on your own. And it hurts when they tear your dreams